You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Remember that thing you blew up in the basement of the hospital? Now we have to deal with its two friends. It's all coming together. What's the plan here, folks? Let's go kill us a monster, gang. You're seeing stars around the edges of your vision. I'll let it go for now. There's a bomb! It's going to go off! I really am a nice person. I want to eviscerate this damn thing. It's the terror of knowing what this world is all about. Get thee behind me, minions of Satan! I'll deal with you in a moment. Oh, shit. I needed that plus one, damn it. I need a burrito. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 73. And if I seem a little rushed or annoyed, it's because this is the third time I've tried to record these opening remarks for you. It does help if the microphone is not at the top of your head. Yeah, I did that. Anyway, today we give you the penultimate Dresden Files session. We got one more to go, and then we are moving on up to the east side. Whatever that happens to be. This time around, we also have a special guest. Porcelain Bambi joins us to play the part of Rosetta Marshall. Also in our cast are our normal irregulars. We have Trilobite as our extreme awesome game master. We have yours truly, Blind Geek, playing David Mercury. We have Joshua Burnett playing Ezra Kirkland, and we have Thunderstep playing Adam Dipple. Also, although he couldn't be in the actual sessions, he is still a part of them. We have Moondog as our gracious and never-faltering editor, making us all sound great, so thank you very much to him. May his beard grow ever longer, and may the hair on his toes never fall out. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 73, Loose Ends. Speaking of false starts, <laughs> you guys want to do some dress Let's go. <laughs> All right. Fucking animals. When last we left our heroes. <laughs> push through. Push through. That's right. You had stepped into a small room. Had we? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. We had yes. stepped into a small room. The Amazon and the Gollum are the only ones that went to the other room. I, went, I followed after you, after you all went in and made sure it was safe. Yeah. Little room. Perhaps some sort of office, desk pushed against one wall, old school CRT computer screen on there, screen saver playing, some sort of deep driving bass coming through the walls and floor. Yeah, making everything kind of shake 
So the walls themselves are just buzzing a little bit. Is this that dubstep shit that people were telling me about? No, it's obviously EBM. Get with it. <laughs> you can't even listen to half this shit without sparking it out. What the hell are you talking about? Well, but thankfully, I can hear it two blocks away. I'll take your word for it. Whatever it is, I'm sure we can get it at Amazon.com. What? Are you shilling for them? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell happened to you, David? <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was an Amazon joke. What's the sticker doing on your gun all of a sudden? <laughs> Just waiting for him to turn to the camera and go, my teeth are this white because of Chris. Speaking of which, Aria is poking around the room, and she turns to look at you and says, I think I will require raiments. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Be best if you went out like that. Where are we? As you're asking that, you can feel a feeling settling over you. It's at first just strange, like something out of place, perhaps a feeling lingering from long ago. But then as it settles in further, you can feel a definite wrongness and a, a chill. Huh. Is it a Casadanyantiki feel? Mm. Give me a lower roll. I had these feelings before. That's a four. That's when the hair starts to grow that you need to be concerned. No, that's natural. And as you get older... And your no. voice starts to change. Into something like that. <laughs> Definitely not. It's oh, okay. a... Something's wrong. Something's amiss. But it's... Tingling. Yeah, it's not a Costadon Yontic type feel. Is this just him, or do we all feel this foreboding? That's just him oh, as okay. he's asking that question. Okay, gotcha. need to get out of here now, guys. Heading for the door. Fine, I'm not sure why we came in here in the first yes, place. Yes, so. uh, well, because we were this leaving the... the Never Never. Oh, right, that's... Oh, okay. Okay, it's all coming back. back to me now. I know I... we were going on a quest with, with What's-Her-Name to find the thingy. We were going back to the real world. Yes, we're and we were taking her with us. To, yes. To talk to the revolver. I'm right here, revolver. No, this is the Don't player. mind, this David. His the... brand gets broken at times. All right. But we weren't sure where we were going to wind up because I wasn't... That's right. Okay. Know, because magic. The... That's right. And we did the old lost in space thing. And he said, eh, that's where we're going to stop now. Okay. Might wind up in Bosnia. Might wind up in, you know, <laughs> or might wind up at the top of a mountain. Don't right. know. Okay. I remember now. Okay. But I don't like it here. Gotta go. Okay. Now, now, now. Opening door. As you open the door, a blast of sound, a wall of sound comes in slapping you through the body. <gasps> you can feel the base moving your internal organs. Those of you with heartbeats, it is interfering with your heartbeat. I sat in the back of that guy's truck before. <laughs> that sound system. Kids, listen to this shit. What? You cannot hear each other. There's a dark hallway outside, lit by occasional dim strobes from one far end beyond a curtain or door, hard to say. The whole building is shaking with the sound of the bass coming from that direction, and you can smell the stink of many people crammed together, overlaid with a chemical scent, and the smell of ozone and burning, like maybe cigarette smoke or something like that. There's a couple other doors in this dimly illuminated hallway. Anything and with an up, exit sign over it? Up to, an, up to and including fire exits, I'm looking for. Yes, at one end, you can see green ghostly letters spelling out exit. I'll nudge Adam and point. Well, I drop my shoulder and charge toward that direction. <laughs> it might just open on its own. <laughs> Please take a fate point for Ultimate Outsider. Move or be moved. 
Uh, what's he California's says, laws about smoking in, in public buildings at this point in time? It's California, so everything that might resemble individual liberty is illegal. And in Isla del Oro in particular, you can't smoke even within 30 feet of the entrance of a public building. Smoking is generally not allowed inside Isla del Oro, but who knows? Yeah. Depends how much they want to enforce that. Got it. Been in that club, too. So give me a might roll there, Adam. Oh, good. I get to use the new might it fantastic. That's plus eight total. Good God. I've got a stunt to recommend to you later on for might. Okay. If I ever get enough eight points to be able to buy anything. That's true. Wait, I thought you used your refresh. Yeah. Exactly. My And my refresh is at one. Oh, never mind. With a crash, audible, even over the music, the door completely flies off its hinges, bouncing off the side of a building next door, Sweet. and spinning for a few moments in the foggy night air, turning on one corner before crashing down. You know, the thing had a doorknob, Adam. Had one of those push steps. Yeah, well, it's pushed now. Rosetta, you and who else are pulling up at this time? Only one other person, huh? No, you and who else? (laughs) Everyone. Okay. So that's what you see. This door flying open and some sort of large man-like shape just bull rushing out into the alley after it. Can I recognize who it is? I mean, I've seen these people before. Sure. Give me an alertness roll. It's dark. The fog is especially dense. It's wearing a toga. (laughs) That narrows it down. Uh, Plus four. That looks an awful lot like the Gollum, Adam. But it's wearing some sort of strange flowing robes, and there's definitely something different about its gait and profile. Roll down the car window so I can see better throughout the uh, condensation. Mm -hmm. And take a moment to watch before just leaping out of the car. Okay. So, yeah, you're out in the alley, Adam. The rest of you guys? I was following behind. (laughs) Following behind, trying to scope out my location, see if I recognize the area at all. Sounds like a casual stroll, then. Well, not really casual. I'm trying (laughs) to get the hell... under, like, what kind of, I don't want to say tactical, but we're, like, we're following close behind him and looking around. You can say tactical. It's a perfectly good word. I can't speak for Ezra, but I'm following along fast enough so that I... Because I'm trying to get the hell out of here before the uh, security has a chance to react to the fact that the exit door just got... (laughs) At this point, I'm not concerned about bouncers being a problem for me. But I I am concerned my spider sense is still tingling, and I want to get out and in the open and find out where I am and... I'm on edge, so I'm coming out at a fairly decent This may or may not be added to by the fact that a shrill alarm bell is going off. Is it a bell, or is that absolutely god-awful annoying? Well, thank you for that sample. You're welcome. Gotta be loud You're right, that is god-awful yeah. annoying. Yeah, that's... that's now you don't that have sucks. to find a sound effect. That's right. <laughs> it's almost as bad as Fluttershy's yay. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to wake up to that yeah. sound. It's an old-school it bell. Okay. You know, actual, like, physical bell with a striker. So then, in short order, it sounds like the rest of you are outside. 
you're standing on pavement streaked with either recent rain or condensation from the dense fog that swirls around you. You can see enough to tell that you're in some sort of broad alley or access street. Dumpster nearby, building across the way from you. Emergency exit door, which has just finished spinning on its corner and lands with a hard, flat bang, not unlike a gunshot. Hey, I got friends in low places. I hang out in seedy areas. Do I recognize this seedy area? Yes, you absolutely do. It's a club that bears the somewhat unfortunate or perhaps misleading name of the Railhead. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Well, despite what its name might lead one to believe, it it's a club for all orientations of person. Been a oh. club too. Good lord! All right, my nineties all over. It's in like this uh, area, sometimes kind of called the Strip. It's not far from one hundred and one between the Groves and the Heights. The Groves are like Isla de Oro's almost um, oldest neighborhood, all like World War II housing boom type stuff that now is extremely low income. This is an area of like service and industry that just was gutted in the 80s and 90s. And the railhead was, you think it was actually like an old logistical center or something like that. And now it's been converted over into a club, kind of. It gets rented out for like what the kids are calling raves these days and things like that. All right, so this isn't like a place near the waterfront, is it? Mm, No, not especially. It's only a a mile (laughs) or two from the ocean, but... I'm just trying to figure out if it's near my stomping grounds, because I tend to hang out with you. Not the old warehouse district down by the docks? (laughs) No, unfortunately. Although it would Just trying to see how far away... Yeah, how far away from my bookstore I am, since that's in an older neighborhood as well. You've got Ezra, no idea where you are right now. Ezra relaxes a bit now that he recognizes the area, because that's one less mm-hmm. thing for him to worry about. Do we see so, Rosetta at this point? <laughs> three guys coming out from behind a door that just got blown out. Mm-hmm. I kind of stick my head out of the car window and go, Adam? Ezra? Rosetta. Holy yes. shit, there's a car there. I didn't hit the car, did I? No, but you're standing right next to the thing. Rosetta, I never pegged you for a lady of the night. Hey, I give you a dirty look. <laughs> I said I never <laughs> pegged her for it. I didn't say she was one. Without damn respect. Hey, she's part of your white council. Sorry for the abrupt entrance, Miss uh, Rosetta. <laughs> I think it was more of an exit. Well, was is the operative <laughs> word, I suppose. The doors of the Cadillac are opening up. As I recall, it was a seafoam green Cadillac. Oh, absolutely not. It's pink. Oh, excuse me. I couldn't remember if we were going that classic or not. Not a Patty LaBelle? Yeah, it's big pink Cadillac. Or Natalie Cole. Or John F. Kennedy. Or Bruce yeah. Springsteen, for that matter. The doors are opening up, and several figures cloaked in gray are stepping out alertly. Scanning the area. Was there a convention set up that I didn't know about, guys? There's a lot of conventions set up that I don't know about. Here it comes. One of them, very tall, says in a clipped tone, the energies are coming from inside the structure. Where's Amazon, lady? Is that Mr. Deutsch? Holy shit, it is. You'd recognize that voice anywhere. (laughs) The most idiotic man in the world? Yeah. And that, like, ruler straight spine... He is the captain of proper posture. As they are reacting to this, I am looking around for uh, Aria. She's stepping out into the fog. 
Tall, athletic, totally nude woman. Oh, crap. I forgot about that. Mm, um, well, no, I, not completely nude. She's got some jewelry on. I guess you found what you were looking for. Oh, yeah, we did. I mean, yes, we did. Yes. David. Champion of God. <clears throat> been a, been an interesting couple of days. Uh, it's been a month. What? I look at Ezra and I'm like, you and your fucking coyote. I think I can blame Coyote on this. I'm going to fully blame the whims and vagaries of the deep never nether and their you know, vagaries of time. As much fun as it would be to catch up, there is a problem right here. What's going on? Look- we just, just leave from a deep way. My wizard senses are tingling. I'm going to have Pyotor home in on what brought us here in the first place, and I will offer some clothing from the trunk of my car to our guest. Uh... I think we would. Is that a uh, Ward Marshall? Marshall Ward? Ward Marshall? This is a uh, Aria, a uh, Amazon warrior, for lack of any other title. And you would think we would have planned for the uh, nudity thing before we decided to leave the Never Never, but there were circumstances. She says, she reaches out a hand. Was that? Shake it. She grabs yours firmly, reaches out to grab your elbow. I'll mimic it best I can, but kind of be hustling her toward the trunk of the car because she's not don't... wasting any time. <laughs> pulls you in, pulls you in closely for like almost a a quick hug, and then fairly well shoves you back before moving with a dancer's grace over to the trunk. Meanwhile, when you said you were having Piotr do it, why don't you play that out real quick? Just go ahead and do that in character. So there's the one guy who isn't in gray. Uh, she turns to. A younger-looking hipster type, I guess is the short description for him, and says, Piltor, can you find a more exact location? Above? Inside? Below? He he nods, holds out his hand, and an enormous grayish-white cat flows out of the backseat of the car, putting its head up under his hand. He looks down, says something softly to it in a foreign language, and it just streaks off into the fog. Your name doesn't have to be Gary Seven, would it? He shakes his head. Piotr Vesely. Good to meet you. It is my familiar, Sasha. I want a familiar. Kind of a witchcraft thing, Sasha. I look over at him and just kind of nod. Adam can be my familiar. His name's biblical. It works. <laughs> yeah, right. Adam, There's go check that time. thing out. See if you can figure out where it's coming from. Skits, spit spot. Come on. Gumby. Chop, chop. Sure. The guy in the toga is going to go ahead and march back into, uh, what the hell kind of rave is this anyway? You might fit right in. I've been to this place. <laughs> yeah, looking back, it's this big, like, warehouse-type building. There's just a cheap LED sign over one door that's just, like, scrolling up the railhead. Apparently the name. It's going through all the effects. Like, they bought this thing and just put it in and didn't change any of the default settings. Flashing the letters, now making them melt and streak over to one side, now scrolling them up. All right, first off, old hammer of God. (laughs) You got to remember, I can't sense magic stuff or shit. Oh, well, then that kind of puts a dampener on the whole familiar thing. Exactly. All right, fine. Second off, I would really enjoy a pair of pants right about now, now that we're back home. Yeah, because you're kind of hanging. Oh, no, you got the toga on. Isn't that kind of like a kilt in the way that it's... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going commando, basically. Nice. 
this seems to be David's, I didn't plan it this way, oh. but this seems to be David's reaction to any time where he feels like he's completely out of control. I mean, like, where things are happening out of his control is what I'm trying. Like, with the uh, thing last week where we were in the... Underwater? Yeah, and in the... No, maybe it was week before. When were we in the acid trip? Anyway, whenever we were in the acid trip and he kind of acted this way as well, I didn't think about that until just now. Anyway, going, moving on. To answer Ezra's question, Rosetta's handed Iria, like, a pair of board shorts and a tank top and some flip-flops because that's all she's got just lying around in the trunk of her car is discarded beach clothing. And She's dr- dressing quickly and efficiently, but looking at the flip-flops, she holds them up, turns them over, and just shakes her head, setting them back in the trunk. We'll get you something better as soon as we can. But she then turns back to Ezra and says, the shorter answer would be what isn't going on. But let's start with why I'm here. Remember that thing you blew up in the basement of the hospital? Yeah. Well, it had two friends. And it wasn't dead when you left it. And now we have to deal with its two friends. Oh, fuck. You're talking about the the zombie wannabe thing with the chains? Yeah, the thing we uh, beat up. wasn't dead. We found it, putting itself back together again. I was about yeah. to say, I'm pretty sure we left the damn thing in pieces. A lot of pieces. It, it was still in some pieces, but it was working on putting itself back together. But we managed to destroy its component parts, but that was a three-wizard job, which is why I'm here with everybody. Having you around will make it a little easier, I hope. And you're saying there's two more of these damn things? Yes. They were pretty tough last time. Now, Ezra, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yes. You uh, pointed out that, you know, the chains on that thing and everything, it looked like it came from a psycho ward. Let's say I said that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The only reason why I bring this up is, uh, didn't you say that that hospital had that kind of stone energy thing that we needed? Holy cats! The the prison for the criminally insane on the desert. Oh, mm-hmm. it's all coming together. Yes, coming from which the damn souls escaped. It's all coming together. Isn't that one of our points? It's one of our points, yeah. Let's go kill us a monster, gang. Yes, they are inside, says the shorter man with, you know, big, neatly trimmed beard, hipster clothes. He's uh, opening his eyes again. Zasha has found three of them. They are moving through the crowd. No one seems to see them yet. They are searching for something. Searching? Found something they have. Shall we, gentlemen? Let's whoa, do, whoa, 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 Let's whoa, do there, what we whoa, do. Whoa, whoa, there, Tex. I draw my gun. That is, whoa, there, Tex. Oh. <laughs> crowded, crowded Crazy people. people, again. I didn't say I planted it on anybody. I just drew it. Says, a, says another warden. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yes, I know. Thank you. I've rather got point. Can't rush in there. Guns and fists ablazing when it's crowded like that. We need to draw them out somewhere. Easy enough, okay. I reach inside the door and yank the fire alarm. There's already an alarm going off. And nobody's going to hear it. Wait, no. I pull out my cell phone. Anybody mm-hmm. got the number for the club? They all look blankly at each other. Can I tag Ezra's aspect to have him know the number for the damn club? Oh, you absolutely can. All right, I'm using a fate point tagging friends right. in low places, and he knows the number of this club. Oh, wait, I have a napkin here. Hold on. All right, so I dial the number of the club. It rings for a few moments, and then... Hello? This is Salam Oli Ali Abidin Abdul. There is a bomb in your club. Everyone out, right now! 
or we explode immediately. I'm sorry. What was that? Rosetta just kind of looks at Ezra and says, why don't we just turn the music off and then pull the alarm? I was going to have the I cop was... here call in an anonymous tip that the place is going to get raided. That there is a bomb! Everyone. The bomb is going to go off! Click! I'm going into the club back to the room with a computer. Well, very good job, David. Now there's going to be cops coming here as well. That's all right. We'll be done by the time they oh. get here. Adam steps away, and as you're walking <laughs> away... A man in a gray cloak, hood back, wearing a bowler hat, steps up beside you. Um, sorry, mate, but uh, what's the plan of attack exactly? Well, first order of business. He's walking along a, with Adam. When we came through uh, La La Land, or whatever the hell Ezra calls it, we came out in a room with a computer. I'm betting the computer is running most of the music for the club. I'm just going to go in there and unplug the goddamn thing. Oh, no need for that, my friend. I say he wants us to turn off the music. That's wicked. Hold simple. here for just a moment. Wrote Warden Marshall, do you want the club shut down? Absolutely. Warden Deutsch, if you'd be a dear. The very tall warden draws a riding crop as though he were drawing a sword. Most German man in the world. Slaps it against one gloved hand and then just makes a slashing motion. Around you, street lights burst. A puff of flame comes up from the sign, and all the lights that you can see in the vicinity go out. I like to think Deutsch smokes little thin cigarettes and has like a dueling scar and everything. <laughs> oh, he does. <laughs> he's he absolutely does. that guy. <laughs> of course he does. Does he have it an eye done. patch? I'm just little curious. thin cigarettes cupped in his hand. You know? <laughs> it is done, he says. He turns towards you guys in the shadow of the hood. He looks like an SS recruiting poster. And he has little scars on each cheek. Of course he does. Adam, you've seen guys like this. I was about to say, I don't recognize this guy, do I? No, but you know the type. <laughs> Remember that time in the ghetto in Poland? Exactly. Yeah. His eyes widen very slightly when he looks at you, and then he gives you mm. a professional, respectful nod. I nod back at him for now. I have a feeling we're going to have a tide of people coming out of here very, very quickly between having the club shut down and the bomb threat. First quarter. Which and door, the fire right? alarm. Don't forget and that. the fire too. alarm. Well, they don't seem yeah. to care about the fire alarm. The, the alarm now has stopped. Bursting out of. Okay. So you're moving up in that direction. Warden in the bowler hat falls in beside you. And I'll at that moment, in. the front doors burst open, and people come pretty much milling out, talking loudly, complaining, looking around. As they exit, it's like they pass some sort of invisible boundary, cueing all of them to remove cell phones. So dozens and dozens of little screens lighting up as everyone spills out, mostly sticking close to the building, talking loudly with each other. There you go. See? You're welcome. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Let's go inside. Keep wary. I'm pulling out my wand. Is my wand still the rainbow glitter wand? Absolutely. All right. You know what? I'm I'm keeping it this way. I blasted a sea monster with this. I give it a look. It is Why like am it's I not like surprised? a it's like a glitter wand with like a silver star on top and like metallic streamers tied along it. Question. Sea monster with this. Let's head right off. It was amazing. Oh yeah. Well, I unspool my cold iron and uh, sea bone. Tooth. I mean, that, he's got a sea monster yeah. tooth 
Kamigari. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah. And spool that walking into the club. Wait. Piotr, the instrumentalities. After a brief exchange, the Warden Deutsch, apparently, marches up to those of you who are not rushing in or who are obeying his command, his fairly barked command to wait. I'm kind of stop by instinct. <laughs> yeah, there's something authoritative about by, that voice. I know, yeah. I'm going to hang back by the Amazon. When she moves in, I move in. He hands each of you uh, some folded, tattered cloth with, like, sand or some sort of powder inside and a small, light-colored twig with uh, leaves on it. Grave dust. Burial shrouds. Yew tree. Useful against the undead. All right. There's enough for all of you. Take it. Pop that in one of the larger pockets of my uh, combat coat. Mm-hmm. So Anybody else I'm, taking or refusing this stuff? I'm putting it in my I, pocket. Okay. Just go ahead and ball it up in one of my fists. Done. The, the other one, I have the chain on the hook. Mm-hmm. I have other means of protection. I think I'm going to politely, respectfully decline. I'll take yours. Okay. All of you who have accepted this now have the fragile aspect armed against the undead. Nice. You can use it once for free, but then it will be gone. It's a boost. Gone, okay. Only so much grave dust in those burial shrouds. Gotcha. All right, let's move in. I'm going to go in first, if I can get past everyone. You're the commander. Pushing through the crown? Yes, and then hold up my hand and say, wait, let me go see if I can get more exact positions than Zasha is going to be able to communicate. Is Rosetta the uh, senior uh, warden here? You're not sure how she ranks among these other people. Yeah, Deutsch was taking Deutsch was taking orders from her a couple years ago. So I'm assuming that's going to stand. Then all right, I I know I'm the I know I'm the low guy. I understand where I stand. All right, you're the deputy. Should I do the the physics thing to get the crowd to move? Oh, I can sneak through a crowd, no problem. Oh man, I wanted to hear him do his Hulk roar. It's really cool. Well, I'm going to err on the side of stealth at the moment. Don't worry, that'll change. Well, that will bring all the attention to him and not you. Well, Rosetta's just going to disappear into the hallway, quite literally. All right. Right then, me lads and ladies, says the warden in the boulder hat. Uh, let's perform a good old-fashioned flanking maneuver, shall we? I'm the only one here without an accent, I say with my thick Kentucky accent. Absolutely, my dear friend. I don't have an accent. Right around the side, then, quick as you please. All right. Here we go. I look over at Iria, and is she armed? I mean, does she have her spear and shield? And mm-hmm. Spear, shield, baby doll tee, board shorts. <laughs> I, I find that more distracting than when she was naked. Uh, <laughs> I like what most people think. Women don't just have a full range of wardrobe in the trunk of their cars. I, I have a full range of women's clothing in the trunk of my car. <laughs> called Evidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Strike that from the record. Okay. I fill Iria in on the thing that Ezra and I fought. Maybe she has some insight as to what the hell something like that is. It does not sound familiar, she says. Well, but we have our legends of the restless dead. Ezra was fairly convinced that it was some kind of 
Costa Nyantic thing. For what it's worth, I kind of assume everything's some kind of Costa Nyantic thing anymore. Well, you wouldn't be far wrong there. That's part of what brought the cavalry. Just occurs to me my rent is due. Of all the time. Can we focus, please? That's it, my friend. Keep perspective. I just remember when we had to face this thing, Ezra, and how much damage did we have to pile into that thing? Well, that wasn't it. That was something that was controlling it. Oh, we did see it in the under, in the Never Never, too. We, ah, David there blasted a great big hole in one of its tentacles. Pretty cool, actually. No, you didn't see me riding one? Oh, no, that wasn't the Captain Anyantic. That was... No, the jellyfish thing that was controlling the oh, two Oh, yeah, yeah. I was busy saving David's life. And I, I pulled that. back the hammer on Placenti in a sound that, despite <laughs> the size of the gun, reverberates around the entire... Uh... Working. All right. Yes. I wasn't <laughs> even talking about that. Yeah. I meant the undead thing in the hospital underground, remember? Yes. So yeah, I we want had you that... to focus, because we're going to have to oh. beat the hell out of this thing. Focused as I'll get out. Don't worry. Meanwhile, inside. Yes, I will protect myself with a veil, for starters. Okay. How many shifts you want to put into this bad boy? Hmm, these things are pretty dangerous. Um, make it a six. Okay. So take one mental stress automatically. Done. Uh, one for each point of power greater than your conviction. Oh, darn it. I read the wrong one. Um, make that a five, then I don't have to do extras. Works. And roll me that beautiful bean footage. Uh, that's plus five. Works. Big central area, slightly sunken and sloping up as it moves away from you toward a loading dock that has become a large stage. Elaborate electronics up there, huge stacks of speakers, lights still flashing, several fog machines going, filling the room with a stink of chlorine and a light fog which is now gathering along the floor. Drifting overhead, a figure in black torn robes with a wild shaggy beard and long crazy hair moves just below the rafters drifting along, its hands spasming occasionally. Stalking through the fog is a thing with the top of its head destroyed. A ruined lower jaw juts forward from its neck, and the remains of a tongue loll off to one side. It's wearing a black dress, like something out of the turn of the century and carrying a large boar shotgun. Shuffling along in another place, you can see the bare body of what was once a man afflicted by starvation, it looks like, with its head hanging sharply off to one side and a tightened noose around the neck where it bends unnaturally. The long, long rope of the noose lies in coils along its arms and is held in both nearly skeletal hands. Do I recognize any of the same bindings that we had to work so very hard to destroy on the last one? You mean the metal stuff that it had in it and everything? Mm, yes. You don't see any of that stuff here. Curious. So give me a stealth roll, and don't forget about your veil. 
We so rarely need to roll these things. Is the veil just We've added done tons to of these things. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> okay, then that's a ten. Technically, it works in a slightly different way, but this is a faster way to resolve it. What? Well, I'm fine with fast, as long as we don't so, have yeah, to do any grapples. That's what you see. One of them is floating along just below the rafters. The other two are moving below it nearly on opposite ends of this big central space, shuffling and kind of spasming along. Although the one with the top of its head missing is moving with a stalking predatory gait, shotgun at the ready. The hanged man is spasming and shuffling, head lolling unnaturally. I'm going to back out of the doorway that I came in to see this Mm -hmm. and move back out to where I sense everyone else has gone. So you know that Chandler probably has taken everybody around the side, ready to come charging in if need be, and holding them as a strategic reserve otherwise. Piotr, if you guys are following the usual arrangement, will be hanging back outside, providing overwatch through Zasha and Scrying. You may also recall you guys all have charms to uh, allow you to communicate. The players may or may not remember, but uh, last time that you met the Warden Marshal before embarking on your quest, she had inducted you into what she termed Task Force Valkyrie and handed you little sigils or devices you could use to communicate with each other. I think someone pointed out that it kind of resembled the journey insignia. That is literally the only thing I remember about all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That makes me sad. But okay. I'm sorry. All right, so we've got journey scarabs. All right, that lets us communicate. Whatever works. So what's the plan here, folks? Well, we've got three, and you get the description of what she saw. Well, those certainly sound undead. We might be better off by trying to contain them inside the club. How many as much uh, damage as we can, and then finish off what remains. Any civilians in the area? No. Good. Let's hit them fast, hit them hard, and try and contain it before they uh, get into dangerous areas. Seems like my senior prom. What the hell are they in there looking for? Well, this is a place of power, especially for death energy. They're probably soaking it is up, it? trying to utilize it. Lovely. All right, gentlemen. And ladies, shall we? Let's do it. Before we go in, the area where they're at, is that all one zone? Hmm, yeah, I can give a a brief estimate. Uh, Yeah, we'll call that... It'll probably be two zones. I was going to set that up once you guys... Because it sounds like you're just going to go... If she's reconnoitering, that will be something I'll ask about how big the area is. Oh, okay, yeah. That will be... Just so I, as a player, can get an idea on how many zones I'm walking into. Because I'm trying to be strategical. Excellent. That'll be three... I like the word strategical. That'll be three zones. The zones are uh, dance floor, stage, and rafters. Which of those zones has an exit to the outside and where the people are? Uh, Dance floor and stage both do. What zone are the monsters currently in? Again, this is me, like, getting intel from Rosetta... Two in dance floors, one in rafters, and I'm guessing you would also warn him about Zasha. Yes. Who is in... part of the team. He's in the rafters zone. 
Zone. Okay, so there's one Zasha, mm-hmm. and one of the monsters is in the rafters. Two are on the dance floor. No one's on stage. Dance floor leads outside. Yep. Got it. I will let you all know that once we get in there, I will seal off the exit between the dance floor and the outside. I will aid oh. you in this, says Very the warden Deutsch. So are we in the room? No, you guys are just hanging around right now. You we're, said, let's go do it, and then no one did anything. Autobots, yeah. roll out! This place is a freaking house of horrors. I am going in. Screw this count of three thing. I'll just walk right in. Take a faith point for Ultimate Outsider. Or which I'm beginning to think we might want to call Adam Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins, like what's he doing? All right, Adam. Adam. Oh, Adam. You guys right. take too long. You're charging in. That's going to put you right off the top at the top of the initiative ladder. Wow, that's so, a short. <laughs> yeah, you should do this more often. Also, it's hilarious. Except so everybody else. Is having else a heart attack. Please give me an alertness roll. Now, we've got three wardens and a another wizard here. Well, let me just say it this way. Rosetta, I want you to roll for your team. So my initiative is their initiative? Yes. Okay, which then is a plus four. Okay. So Task Force Valkyrie has a four. Adam has top, whatever that is. He could also top from the bottom if he wants, but you know, that's up to him. He's in the right club for it. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I get it. I'm, it's fun to be funny. It, so. These are the jokes. Yes. I know someday I'll get to be. Well, Everyone I mean, else? Hey. I got a four. I'm sorry. I'm at that's one. Hey. I was muted. God damn it. I'm tossing out hey, wisecracks all over the place, and no one was laughing. I thought I wasn't being funny. Well, you've got my classic number, the one, so. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. Oh, wait. There we are. Don't write Adam's name for all the participants. That will help you stay organized. <laughs> I seriously am just going down. I'm writing all the numbers correctly, and I'm just writing Adam, 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 Adam. Uh, I, I expect to look back at my notes at this point and see all work and no play makes Al a dull boy. <laughs> right. Adam. Yes. You heard the description of the scene. And that's what you see before you. As you come charging in, you have a moment to act, thanks to the violence of action. I am launching the chain and hook at the one with the shotgun. I'm moving the weapon from its hands as quickly as I can, either by shattering the damn thing or hooking it and yanking it toward me. Excellent. You're going to attack the weapon, eh? Yep. Give me a weapons roll. I'm gonna need a six. Okay. I got a five. Mm-hmm. What can I tag? Can I justify tagging? I can get that for you. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> well, the entire point of getting in here is making sure to get these things out, so hey, I can get that for you. Mm, that's a little weak sauce. It's a little weak. That's a little weak. I, I guess I can't. <laughs> I think more importantly, I got to actually tag not in my neighborhood, and I'm considering all of Isla del Oro my neighborhood now. Absolutely. This, this shit does not fly. So that'll give me yes seven. That'll give me a total of seven. 
The thing, headless, well, not headless, ruined lower jaw sticking out of its neck, turns toward you, raising the shotgun, which discharges a gout of spectral flame and screaming sparks coming for it. Oh, those are the screams of frightened children. Whatever it is hits your legs and lower body, but you scarcely feel it, perhaps because you are enraged, and the shotgun goes spinning away. Task Force Valkyrie. Okay, so... Give me an action for you and then any one of your compatriots. I'm going to try to trap that thing in the rafter and limit its movement mm-hmm. by casting my atmospheric pressure spell around it mm-hmm. for a three-shift block, which will create this howling sphere of air and high pressure around it. Hopefully limiting its flying movement. Give me discipline as an attack and mark off your mental stress. That is a rope spell. Yes, they still take mental stress. Oh, do they? You just don't have to roll I don't to have cast to them That's unless right. you're trying to hit something with it, as you are in this case. It's just one point. Yep, this is the brand news. Done. Now I roll discipline. Yeah, this is essentially a two-hit roll. Ooh, I got four pluses on them there, dice, so that's an eight. Wow. So that thing now has the... What was the name of the aspect that puts on there? Under pressure. Okay. It's the terror of knowing what this world is all about. Eh. I believe it's horror, but whatever. Snails, razor edges, let me out, etc. So the thing in the... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to follow up with my compatriot's move. Right, real quick, guys. The thing in the rafters, surrounded by this howling gale, as described, now has the aspect under pressure on it. And that's a three-point block, if I remember correctly. Precisely. Okay, thank you. It's the aspect and the block? Nice. So, our Warden Deutsch then uses his little against-the-dead bundle Mm -hmm. and just flicks his wrist in a precise little movement as if he was throwing away a piece of trash and tosses (laughs) it into the gale where it bursts apart and the particles reinforce this containment. Ah, if you give me a fate point... Oh, wait, no, Mm -hmm. no, no. You can tag the armed-against-the-dead aspect... Oh, that'd be a maneuver there. Okay, I'm not going to need a fate point for you or anything. What okay. I'm going to do instead is just move that one up, and we'll call that a five-point block against that thing, essentially tagging an aspect. Right. Kirkland. How many exits are there down here on the dance floor to outside? Like physical doors. Four exits that you can see, placed two in... The wall opposite you, one that you came through, and then the main exit. All right. In that case, I was hoping I could do one strong against one door, but instead I'm going to spend two shifts and cover the entire zone border between the dance floor and outside. Works. It's a seven-shift spell here, two to cover the zone, two for duration, Mm -hmm. which is three exchanges, and then it'll be a strength three block between the two zones. Okay. So I'm coming out with Discipline 5. It's a 
average seven shifts. That's us. All my convictions, free mental stress. I'm taking no problem. Mm-hmm. And I just need a commutative two here. I'm going to take that as not feedback. Oh, yeah, feedback and stuff fallout. Which you want to? Be- Go ahead. Hold on. Let's see what it's actually called here. Backlash. That's it. Energy runs through me. I will take two stress physical hit. Mm-hmm. And the uh, strength does not waver on the spell. Okay. So Works what I'm doing, me. I reach my hands out and just kind of like, kind of make that like rising up from the ground motion as mm-hmm. my, uh, the bead and wooden necklace around my neck flares to life. Uh, and just like sheet of rock and concrete rises from the ground, blocking the exits. And it's just, I'm obviously straining and sweating to do it. And what was the points on the block again? It's a three-point block covering that entire three zone. Block. Thank you. three exchanges. And David. Okay, I'm a little confused as to where I am in relation to everybody else. You're on the dance floor. You can be wherever you want in relation to anyone else, but that's pretty much the zone you're, you're on right now, unless you want to book it for the stage or something. Okay. I can give a quick rundown. Big warehouse. Right. Got that. All set up as a club. Right. Lights are still flashing, fog machines going, all that good stuff. There was some sort of monk-like figure drifting through the rafters, which is now surrounded by flashing energy and a sphere of wind. There's another one that is wearing some sort of like turn-of-the-century woman's dress and is missing the top of its head. I want to go after the one with the noose. Aha. Is the one with the noose within shooting range? Absolutely. All right, that's what I'm doing. I am. You two are in the same zone. Okay, then I am firing my gun. And I'm going to use guns for this. Even Okay, so let's plus. So you could certainly spend a fate point real quick. going to do that anyway to void any defenses the thing may have. Um, okay. So regardless of which skill I use, it's plus two that gets added to it as of right now. And as you are using weapons, you didn't take the time to pray or anything before this, but you're using it in line with its purpose, so it has a plus one. All right, so that's plus three. I'm going to say, not wanting to spend another fate point, I won't be using conviction, but that's okay. My guns is only one less. It's at superb, so that's plus five. So I'm at plus eight to hit this thing at this point. Oh, it is lashing out with the noose, trying to encircle your weapon. I don't think a six is going to beat your eight. There you go. Using weapons as a defense. That's a difference of two plus your weapon rating. Which is three, so that's five. I know you can do math, I'm just letting you know. I actually am terrible at math. (laughs) Even among the decadent, groveling servitors of the great Satan, which you call America, I am in the, I think I'm in the lowest 30th percentile. We won't be teaching you Hero anytime soon. I have played and enjoy Hero. Really? Okay, well. I have grabbed Rollmaster by the throat and stabbed it to death. (laughs) Anyway, before we get derailed onto that, we'll have to talk about yes. that sometime. Anyway. And you spent a fate point to ignore its defenses, as yes, I recall. Yes, I did indeed. Okay. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then twelve. Okay, as you keep doing this, I'm adding more stress to it. Oh, cool. No. Wait. <laughs> that works for me. So, what's it look like when one of these rounds hits one of the damned so vile that the devil himself sent them forth to do more evil on the earth? It depends on how much damage it did. Um, well... Not enough to destroy it, but something visible and grisly. Okay, the mini-rocket shoots from the barrel of the gun, and from the end of the rocket manifests in a pillar of flame a cross which stabs this thing causing a fount of vomitous ichor to come spewing forth from the wound and when I say spew I mean like it shoots like geysers like exorcist style right but not not out of its mouth I mean like out of the wound yes I know okay 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 yes yeah, I just the reason I was hesitating is I didn't want it to be like the cross springs from. It's not a, a technological thing. It's a. It's a. No, it's uh, like Saint Justinian vision style. Yeah. And it is rocked back, issues and unearthly howling, you know, damned from the pits of hell, screaming in torment. Iria who has come up beside you, drop to one knee and put her shield up so that she is forming a shield wall in front of you, David? Okay. Like, looks back, eyes widening, and then gives you a very serious nod. (laughs) I'm glad you approve. I say that kind of under my breath and at the top of my voice I say, Get thee behind me, minions of Satan! (laughs) The thing in the rafters... By Clive Barker. Or H.P. Lovecraft, maybe. That sounds very Lovecraft. Yeah. <laughs> it's also what we used to call my grandpa. <laughs> there is a concerted burst of energy. Ezra, you can feel it. And Rosetta, you're vaguely aware that something is working against your spell. Okay. The woman, what's left of her in the the turn-of-the-century dress, reaches out one hand, and the shotgun flies from where it was on the floor back into her hand. She turns it over, spinning it around the lever, and fires at you, Adam. A gout of flame and the screaming of frightened children. I'm not even going to point out that shotguns don't have levers. Yeah, I said shotgun originally, but then I liked the idea so much of it being a lever-action rifle. Fair enough. I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll support that so, decision. <laughs> no, that's we're fine. I got we're gonna, no problem. We're going to call it that. It's like a Springfield Armory <laughs> Again, rifle or something the, like that. The, the 20-year span where I know anything about guns. <laughs> yes. Hey, yeah, what's a what's a good lever-action weapon for uh, this? Because I know it's the Springfield uh, Armory Springfield rifle. Or, yeah, Springfield's good. No, Winchester? Winchester is an excellent example. Sharp's 50. Okay. Sharp's a big buffalo rifle. I know. I just, I, that was the only rifle I could go Is it lever-action? Oh, I believe it's breech-loading. Oh, that's a darn shame. Okay. So, 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 he's for buffalo, and if they shoot, aim that at you, it's bad. 
with a fifty caliber lead ball. See, that's pretty badass, he said. Hopefully. Anyway, I'll be over You've here. You've got a five shift to hit coming at you. Hmm. Where the hell are my statues where I can rip a shield up when I need one? No. <laughs> uh, it seems like Adam's best defense has always been a good offense in some way, shape, or form. Quick, quick. All right, quick, quick. Fuck it. I'm going to launch the hook straight up and try to pull the ceiling down. Oh, between oh, oh, oh. Weapon as defense. If you beat her roll by three shifts or more, okay. you will completely pin her under rubble. Betty will not like that. Way to make Sasha your enemy. Sorry. Okay. Shit. Adam and David are both on dance floors on, right? Yes. Yeah. As are two zombies. Or whatever. Okay, got it. Yes. Alright, so I get it. Keeping track of where my area effect spells can and shouldn't be watched. <laughs> Chain lightning. Fireball. Yeah, okay, no smart. kidding. I'm gonna blow one fade point for Gollum Protects the Children. Yes. I am gonna blow another one for Child of Forgotten Science just to give me the ungodly strength to do this. Yes. Gollum Protects the Children. Wise ass. Excuse me. Yeah. Watchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thank it. You. you do that extremely well. It's rather yeah. disturbing. And I'm going to blow more just because it worked when I raised the shield against the dragon. I'm doing the other one for I'm not moving. And that'll give me, let's see, two, four, six, plus a three. That gives me nine. <laughs> Describe this to me. Well, I'm figuring Adam launches the hook up into the gantry, the area up above, hooks around the metal framework where they have spotlights and other stuff that was shining down on the gantry floor. Might have been, you know, mm-hmm. somewhat decent, somewhat not. Hooks around that. When he yanks it down, the metal crumples, and basically that and a good chunk of whatever light or sound system that was connected to it decides to come down with it in a massive screaming pile right down on top of the ditch. This thing is pinned under the rubble. That is an aspect that you guys can use, but I'm also going to treat that as your difference was four points, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just such an awesome maneuver. I'm also going to treat that as a four-point block against action on her part. Awesome. Meanwhile, the hang one... Isn't that one pretty much snapped in half? No, it has a huge cross-shaped wound in it. And for some reason, I thought that, like, snapped spine. Maybe. Its spine is already snapped. Well... Well, at the neck. <laughs> in the cervical vertebrae, but technically it's part of the spine. Don't know if the wound would be cross-shaped. The cross just stabbed it. Ooh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I didn't describe that part as well it's as I It's still very probably. anime. I enjoy it. <laughs> it's still pretty yeah. awesome, is what it is. <laughs> that is badass. <laughs> Shout out, like, crucifixion blasts while he does No, he shouted, get thee behind me, minions of Satan. Attack. That's right. <laughs> yes, with attack all, in there. It's all hyphenated. <laughs> his hair goes yellow and it stands up on his end. No, no, no. I believe he said anime, not shit for lost fat people. Oh, snap. Tell us how you really feel about Dragon Ball. <laughs> we don't have the time. <laughs> oh, I that like- I'm not going to argue with you on it at all either, but still. <laughs> I anyway. missed what you said. Apparently, it, it cut out like halfway through and all I got was lost fat people at the end of that. Yeah, that's, that's who Dragon Ball Z is for. 
I said, no, no, no. I believe he said anime, not shit for lost fat people. Okay, okay. I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. You know, that might have been one of his favorite shows. You may have heard his feelings just now. That's no, funny. what I did in that case was help fellow <laughs> human. Yeah, no, I fucking hate Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> kill your family or something? What the hell? <laughs> I'm leaving yes. all this in. Tell it. Anyway, that thing, its noose lashes out, hovers in the air for a moment like the head of a cobra, and then strikes down toward you, David. All right, I'm going to roll to dodge. Five shift attack. You dice are assholes of the worst sort, and you should be burned. <laughs> what? It was only a plus one, and then the last die I looked at was the minus. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> or would like what goes under the table, and you're like, oh, oh, it's a minus. It's like plus two blanks and a minus. All right. How many shifts did you say? I'm sorry. Five to hit. I needed that plus one, damn it. Gonna have to spend a fate point. It's gonna make me go down to two here. Mm-hmm. I'm overthinking this. Holy champion of God. I'm gonna be able to dodge this by just the nature of my occupation. That's how it works. Okay. And. <laughs> Is that the sound of a glorious reroll I hear? It's the sound of the reroll that backfired because it's worse than oh. it was before. I'm sorry. I'm just destined to take these stresses, I guess. Okay. Is there an official ruling? either from our wonderfully amazing GM or the rule book. Oh, please, please. We're friends. Call me El Presidente for life. El Presidente for life. Assuming he has the proper answer to this question. Do we go with the re-roll or do we go with the roll that was best of the two? Unfortunately, it does call for you to accept the re-roll regardless. <sighs> Damn it. I should have just used a plus two. All right, then. Hey, screw it. I'm taking the He stress. pays your fates and he, he takes your chances. chances. That's right. Okay. Okay, so what'd you end up with? I had a minus two, so I went from having the status quo with I could have put a plus two and dodged this. Now I have a minus two, so I'm down to... Hold on just a sec. So that was minus two was your total, right? Uh, No, minus two is affecting my four athletics. Yeah, give me your total. Two. Okay, two, that's a difference of three... So, you have a three-point block on you, because this noose has locked onto your neck, okay. pulled tight, and you're already seeing stars and red sparks around the edges of your vision. Okay. So, you've got a three-point block on you. Do I take any stress as well, or just the... Oh, no, you, you can't do nope. more than... Okay, that's right. I remember now from my saucy days, unless something's... Assuming nothing's changed. Okay. Song by Bruce Springsteen, Sotsy Days. Adam. Yes. Go. Okay, the thing's stuck in the rubble, right? You think so? Well, you know what? Time to go gruesome on this goddamn thing. I hate these things. I am gonna go over to where the rubble is. Mm hmm. Kind of guesstimate where exactly the body of this thing is. There's a man sized wreath. No, man sized pile of rubble, so. Okay. Basically, what I'm going to try to do is getting a good, solid fist wrapped around a hook. Mm -hmm. I'm going to punch straight down, use the hook, kind of snag the spine, and rip straight up. Basically, I'm pulling a Mortal Kombat move. Okay. I want to eviscerate this damn thing. I want to make sure that it does not move. 
I'm going to treat it as having four points of armor in this case. Okay. Because of the four-point rubble block on it. Yeah. So, would you call this might or weapons? I would call this might. Okay. All right. That is plus seven total. Wow. You've snagged something in there, and it's not a piece of rubble. So you're elbow deep in the rubble with the hook? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Try You've to got something straight up. <laughs> and you're hauling up on it. Rosetta and friends. Okay, so recapping here, we've got Adam in the noose. Mm-hmm. And this thing's pulling back on it with all its might. David's in the noose, and the noose is constricting around his neck. I don't know what David's reaction is to this. We'll get to that in uh, a second. Yeah. I was referring to the entity. It's pulling on it, or is the noose doing nope. all the work? The noose is just constricting around his neck. Can I lead with somebody else? Sure. Who the hell gave these things weapons? Probably I'm going safe. to leave our entrapped friend entrapped for the time being and have Chandler move into the same area as where David's being held and mm-hmm. attempt to cut the noose with his warden sword. Just an elegant drawing forth of his cane sword and extending his arm to the side, looking effortless. Oh, but that's going to ruin my pool. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Sorry that your friend is trying to save you. <laughs> well, you that someone is trying to save you. I know. You don't have to live with Rosetta? I'm... <laughs> that was the player <laughs> speaking. David's <laughs> strangling that out. <laughs> okay, so give me an attack with his weapons four. Oh, okay. Plus six. That's definitely enough to overcome the block, so David is free. Now, Rosetta. And having anticipated this action, I've moved behind this thing and will... Uh, is the noose attached to its neck or is it holding it? I'm confused as to the connection the between the two. The noose is attached to its neck and it is holding it. There's very, very long spools and coils of rope which are draped about its body and some of which it is holding. But it also has a noose around its neck. So then, having anticipated Chandler's action as if completing the same attack, I'm going to be behind it and will slice it down along its back parting the ropes with my sword while You're then following. I am. So I'll allow you to get behind it. Give me a weapons roll. Going to have to tap my aspect here. Same mud, same blood. Because you anticipated what was going on with Chandler? Yes. Works. Weapons. There it is. It's a plus four. The coils of rope come to life lashing out to bind around your arms. It's using its weapons as a defense. That's a three, giving us a difference of one. And what is the weapons rating on a warden sword? Well, it is a three, but I have two swords. Is that a fight with two warden swords? Not two warden swords, she has two swords. Nothing that terrifying. (laughs) A katana and a shorter wakazashi. Daisho. Thank you. That VMNT is broken. I haven't played that in a long time, and I think it will be a... Well, I've got some plans. We'll talk about that later. Oh, I'm scared. Go on. So, although you... uh, One sword is bound when the rope just pins an arm to your body, 
the other one cuts down and into this thing's flesh. Since it's already been established, it sprays forth a high-pressure spray of, I believe it was vomitous icor. Yes, Leslie. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah? was the exact description. Yes, it was. Oh, so it was attacked by a ninja, and it's just like spraying a giant fan of foul fluid. <laughs> We've moved into a Tarantino film or some early anime. Kirkland. What's going on up top in the balcony? That thing is working anti-magic against the sphere of wind that holds it. And someone's up there. Sasha is up there? Sasha? Yeah. You think the cat, Zasha, should be up there. All right. I am taking my free move to the stage, to that zone. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to blast that guy up in the rafters with my scream spell. Whip out the silver fairy wand. And I'm going to throw the dust right into the middle of the little swirly vortex I'm making in front of me. Mm-hmm. Throw in the grave dust. And then flinging the whole mass and shouting, Alfshiren! And attack, attack. The warden Deutsch, who is near you, says, you have the worst accent. <laughs> if I knew German, I couldn't use it to cast spells. You know that. Yes, I know this. All right. It's, uh, six to hit. Mm-hmm. And also free tagging the grave dust, so that brings it to an eight. Okay, gotcha. Normally it's athletics to defend, because it's a directed energy blast, but if he's something special, then there it is. Yeah, using some magic to defend. Okay, so eight to hit, weapon five. Wow. One I'm picturing a earth-shattering kaboom. That's pretty much what that spell is. Solid sound, pretty much. So, yes, earth-shattering kaboom. Feel free to describe the results, uh, particularly to the environment, he said, holding out a fate point for the hoodoo that you do. Uh, how bad does that hit him? That's completely taken out. So, yeah, it's just like a visible ripple in the air as the concentrated sound blast hits him, uh, kind of centered mass, and you can just see the rippling going across his undead flesh before it just disintegrates on an atomic level. The sound blast then kind of reverberating through the rafters, which start to creak and sag and dangle from their moorings in a dangerous way. <laughs> I twirl the wand and blow off the top. I look better with my old wand. No, this one suits you. Thank you. With the palpable question mark at the end of that. Says the Teutonic giant with the riding crop. David. I can get back to my workshop. <laughs> okay, I'm going to need a little help mechanics-wise on this because I'm not sure exactly. I, I That's know what I'm here for. 20-some sessions in and I still... I'll work it out. Okay. I am going to gather the noose in my hand. Mm-hmm. In, my, in my gun hand. Yes. And... Either, depending on how much noose there is, I'm either going to gather it up until I can follow it down to where... All right, let me start over because I'm not being clear. No, I'm sorry. My, I have a visual in my head and I'm not articulating it well. It's all good, man. Okay. The ultimate aim is to be close enough to this guy to pull on the noose around his neck... So it sounds to me like you totally want to pull that thing toward you. Yes, but I also want to be using my holy touch and the fact that my gun is a holy symbol to see if I can get this thing to friggin' burn. So you're wending the rope around your weapon or yanking on the rope and brandishing your weapon to burn it? Hmm. Actually, what I kind of envisioned was, like, 
since it's around his neck, like mm-hmm. grabbing onto it and kind of walking down its Works. length as it's piling behind me as I get closer and closer. And once I'm close enough, which is probably the next exchange, to where I can mm-hmm. have some tautness, I'm going to try and strangle the bastard with his own noose. And I, can okay. use, I figure I'll use conviction with this because it is definitely in line with what I have been sent by God to do. Yes. Now, this thing's high concept is the Hanged Damned. Mm-hmm. And you can completely tag that based on what you're doing here. Okay. I would even let you, and I'm probably doing this wrong, but I'd let you spend a fate point to tag that for effect. Oh, sweet. To just please say that you are there and attack it with your weapon directly that way. I think that's actually right in line with what tagging for effect is supposed to be for. So, I will take that, I will spend that fate point, and I will roll with my conviction of fantastic, and it will get a plus two from the dice. So that's now plus eight, and to hell with it, I will spend my last fate point to... Ignore its defenses? Yes, there you go! To ignore its defenses, since I am using the gun as part of this, being as it is a holy symbol. And I have tapped out of fate points, officially. Lashes out with one pallid, almost skeletal hand, ragged nails clawing at you, pushing against your face as you pull it inexorably closer toward you. It tries to pull away in fear as the weapon touches it. Wow, that's a lot. What's the weapon rating on this thing. Three. I lied. I have one fate point left. I only spent two that round. Yes. Okay. What's that look like when one of these things is destroyed by Holy Touch? The Holy Touch leaves behind Holy Fire. And as... I'm being distracted by my freaking computer. Shut up. As... David pulls out his smartphone. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Something just came up on Pinterest. (laughs) As I am gathering up the noose in my hands, that it begins to smolder and catches a blaze as I throw... And, I, and my hands are impervious to this fire. so but totally burning. Yeah. And so when it gets to the point where I'm strangling him with his noose, mm-hmm. um, the fire creeps up the noose and then engulfs him and uh-huh. turns him into a pile of ash as he screams in... In horrid agony. Please take a fate point for Holy Champion of the Innocent. Thank you. I think you played that to a T. Very cool, man. Awesome. Rhea, who is coming up along with you, you're providing a shield and getting her spear ready, again, looks over at you once more, gives another nod, looking almost aghast. <laughs> That looks down at her own spear as if sort of at a loss. <laughs> and you kick me in the crotch. <laughs> yes, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I always picture whenever he gets badass like this, his voice takes on a Christian Bale Batman thing. I'm Batman. <laughs> and you kick me in the crotch. I think we actually put that in and other people hear it. Uh, in a totally different way. We described that earlier also. Yeah, yeah. Do not let me forget to remain on your good side. <laughs> Wait. There is a shifting and struggles within the rubble, but 
I'm willing to say for a fate point here that you can administer the coup de grace to a pinned and fairly helpless enemy. Is that for me, or...? Yeah, that's you, Adam. Yeah, I'll pay it. Just to make sure this damn thing is dead. Dead, dead, dead. I know it's already dead, but this is like dead where it ain't ever getting back up again. <laughs> Can't beat atomic disintegration. Yeah. Speaking of atomic disintegration, he said, holding out a fate point to Ezra, the hoodoo that you did yeah. did do some hoodoo to this place. It's creaking, groaning, and beginning to collapse. I'm going to say it's going to collapse on you guys, putting you in serious danger. Time to but leave, gentlemen and ladies. Fate point for that. You can pay off that complication. Nope. Wow. Everybody, give me an athletics roll to get out of here. Uh, okay. Do, uh, are we just going to go with my athletics roll for everyone? Yes. I'm carrying some people with me. Well, not for everyone, but for your team. And no, you're not carrying them. (laughs) You know what I mean. I was speaking metaphorically. Oh, must have been a metaphor. I was just picturing her, like, running past and picking up the guy with the bowler under her arm. If I have to, I will, but generally no. I have a plus nine. Holy balls, Batman. I have... Let's, 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 ninja for nothing. What's the difficulty we're looking at? Mm, give me a discipline roll, Ezra. Well, I was going to say I have a plus five. Five. So difficulty five. All right. Five total. Is that okay, or do I need over? Well, I'll deal with you in a moment. Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll deal with your rebel oh. friends soon enough. Okay, I'm down to three, so I'm going to use a fate point to tag... Uh, as he shouts, Lord, give me strength! And uh, I'm going to tag Holy Champion's God. Mm-hmm. Try this again. My athletics starts at four, and I, the dice, hate me. You can also tag Protected by Iria for free. Okay, I will, because this left me at three, so if I tag that, I am up to five. So we're talking Indiana Jones with a boulder and, yes. and the thing chasing me as I run like fucking hell to get out of here. Well, I'm going to spend one fate point to re-roll, which puts me at least at a net zero mm-hmm. from this whole thing. Coyote is my co-pilot. He has made me wily and noticeable of danger. Mm-hmm. He might also give you a tiny parasol to protect yourself with. Well, I rolled exactly what I rolled originally, so I get a two, and I'm going to sit there. Ah! I duck under my coat, my protective coat. Ah. Oh, good point. You do have a protective coat. I mean, it's only armor, too, but we'll see what happens. What could there be from a collapsing nightclub that would... The momentum of this thing collapsing actually pushes him out of... Because it's so close. Unfortunately, as people in some northern country that doesn't matter discovered recently, yes, that's not how building collapses work. Okay. Yeah. Um, given my excessively high roll, can I pull Ezra out by his collar? Oh, if only will... he still had the aspects the wardens owe me one. <laughs> that, that would be such a funny time. I had that. But, you know, 
Milton is actually a nice time. person, despite it's what been a long time. might have. Okay, yeah, I'll allow it. Give me a fate point just on general principles. Alright. I'll save his butt. Again. Actually, no, the first time you two met, he saved yours. And I really uh, am a nice person. It's not helping Ezra's crush on Rosetta, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Posterior motives. (laughs) Speaking of tidy cans. (laughs) Yes. Right. Adam. Yes. You feel a small tug on your toga. All right. Whip around with the chain up. A child, the shade of a child, is holding on to your toga. Uh, it's dressed in a like turn-of-the-century school uniform, oh, and its body is ruined by a shotgun blast. You can see others vaguely behind it. It's whispering something to you. The place is collapsing around you, but you may not notice that. I'm holding out a fate point. Yeah, with the kids in here, his instinct is almost to try to shield them. Oh, I like that a lot as a response. That's exactly what he would do, is, like, look at her, see maybe the building coming down, and try to sweep her up into his arms. And protect the other children? Exactly. Take five stress? Ow. Not the worst I've taken, but still. (laughs) Okay. But also take a small, echoing, distant, thank you. And the sight of children's bodies re-knitting themselves with ectoplasm as they fade one by one, giving you grateful, tiny waves with their little hands. Well, this is another note on a very long list of reasons why the cast of Dinyantic needs to be fucking killed. Collapse nightclub. running down the street people not really running away because that would disrupt their ability to film it with their phones more sort of <laughs> prompting and i use people in the loosest sense as many of these folks have trilby hats or star tattoos mm. how do you realize al has strong opinions on a variety of subjects <laughs> most of them make no sense and are wrong i give you points for honesty at least oh that's just the stroke talking okay yeah Yours or mine? Uh, yes. <laughs> In the distance, sirens? I think we should make a quick exit. Concur. She says, pointing at her car. I think the big fellow's still in there. Ooh, where's Adam? Yeah, Adam, that's it. Guy takes off his bowler, revealing perfectly coiffed short hair, brushes some dust from the brim of the bowler distastefully, puts it back on his head. What would it take for me just to, like, stand up? It would take a successful might roll of six or better. Okay, my might's at plus six at the moment. <laughs> Chances are good. But there is an interesting possibility for failure here. So Yeah, it, it, it could happen. Let, let me roll. I got a plus and a minus on the roll and two blanks. So, yes, yeah, six. Describe this to me. Okay. The rocks, the stones. Rises up, dust cascading off his body. It's a very like 
Conan type pose looking moment until the point that his toga falls off. He looks down and he goes, God damn it. Shake it, baby. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Trust me, no one's more disgusted than I am that I'm used to seeing Adam's penis. Two hands there, son. <laughs> I'd like to go back and point out that I did ask for a pair of pants before we started this shit. <laughs> Cut to where is everyone going? Where are you meeting up? I need a burrito. Well, I, oh, we're going to the burrito joint right now. That or Alistair's. I think we need to, to sit and relax and that we go to the current safe house we have for clothing, food, and other necessities. Oh, right. We need. Need All right, that works. We need somewhere to to recoup and debrief. So we go or yeah, rebrief. Rebrief. You guys have missed. A lot, Rosetta would say in the car, and she's driving you away. Okay, so hold on. Let's cut directly to the safe house then. All right. Not for nothing, David. You might want to call your. You might want to call your daughter. Bambi, I'll give you a fate point for a succinct description of this place. All right. It is a bright yellow one-story California ranch house, not too far from the beach, but long since obstructed by newer, more expensive buildings from a actual view. It has the same wood paneling and the same bluish-gray carpet that's probably been in this house since the 60s when it was built. A bizarre interior roof over the open kitchen, and you're sitting in a living room that probably also has the same furniture that's been in here since the 60s. Hard, uncomfortable-looking foam furniture, a weird atomic-shaped-looking clock on the wall, but an old TV that even wizards can use. You have thought on this. Not Uh, only did she think on it, she found the thing on a real estate site. (laughs) On accident, but it was hilarious. I'm like, this is the house. This is it. Oh my god. Is that off the bad real estate photos website? No, this was just like an ad for property. You know how like the computer tries to tell you what you want to buy. And I'm looking at this thing going, that's it. That's the house. This is an actual place. There's a Tumblr called Bad Real Estate Photos that is delightful because it is all sorts of pictures of that kind of thing, including one picture that was obviously a stain where a body died and decomposed. That's beautiful. (laughs) We're all in the living room and at the little bar between the kitchen and the the living area, you know. You've seen these open floor plan places. Do you have Tang and Rice crispy Squares? Because I'm having a craving. No. I make strudel, says the word in Deutsch. Of course you did. Because he was so insulted when he discovered toaster strudel was not actually strudel. Do not call it toaster strudel. This is not strudel. This is shice. <laughs> Adolf, I'm not going to tell you your business, but you might want to pick your battles. <laughs> I can it's do a, you one better, guys. Rosetta says as she pops the top of an old crock pot that looks like it came with the house and probably did, and serves you something that looks like rice porridge, but it smells really good, like cinnamon and ginger and lemons. Is that, is that rice pudding? Mm, in a sense. Family recipe. Hands everyone a bowl of that. It smells damn good. Oh my god, I really want my mother's rice pudding now. I hadn't thought about it in years. <laughs> That's me speaking. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit of home cooking magic for Ezra, apparently. I'm talking about me, the player. I suddenly am craving for my mother's rice pudding. Anyways. I'm keeping an eye on Captain Deutsch over there. He's <laughs> in the this, kitchen. Is this ancient Mai's recipe? I ask kind of nervously. 
But then it just gives you an exasperated look and just waits for you to eat it before saying anything. I will eat it, yes. The Warden Deutsch. Man, if he's not the commandant of the Hesse ghetto, he's his twin brother. He is also sending out bottles of beer. Oddly shaped, not the beer, the bottles. Dark, the beer, not the bottles. With a hand-applied label, woodcut of what is clearly a warden, an elaborate Gothic German script, so elaborate that it's illegible. I bet it says warden, bro. Maybe? There's what could be an umlaut in there? I'm sure. The warden Deutsch pauses before you, looks back with those perfect icy blue eyes, a wolf's eyes. It's good. <laughs> in German. Nervously? <laughs> like... The, the low, guttural German of Bayern before the war, he says, The past is the past, Golem. I have moved on. I just want you to know that I haven't forgotten. Nor have I. Well, this is pleasant. The two of them just, muttering I'll, at each other, the I'll angriest language on earth. Yeah, I'll just nod and let it go for now. And he backs away as well. Oh, is it a join Warden Chandler and Piotr on the terrible 60s couch and wait like for you her. guys to start asking questions because she expects you have them. Amongst other things we need to find, the gatekeeper... We figure he might have information we need to uh, take care of the Castanagnatic. But, so what's been we, going on in a month? We were going to go talk to Revolver about that, remember? Yes. But yeah, I'll shut up. Well, now that you have a chance to look around, all of the, the wizards who have been here kind of look a little worse for wear. Right. You can notice that Rosetta's lost a lot of weight. It's not like unhealthy looking, but she clearly has much more defined muscle in the lot less curve. Now that she's not wearing her cloak, you can see the remnants of what looks like a kind of a weird rash. Bruises on her legs. Her feet kind of look Levitic. I'll they look like the Leviticus or they look livid? I have, I have no idea what that is. Like the blood has pooled in them. She's got gout? Good God. No, but you know, they've been <laughs> busy. This is what you look like after a month of almost non-stop combat. And I'll leave it to the GM to describe any remaining features of past battles on other characters, because I'm not sure of the status myself. But That, that sets the stage. I think you can yeah. imagine that on everybody here, that kind of look. Except for the warden in the bowler hat, who changed out of the cloak immediately and came out in like a smart kind of casual suit. I said, right, I'm off to get something for our new lady friend then. Iria, I think it was. Uh, anybody else need anything from the clothier? Or perhaps Walmart? I'd send you past my shop, but I think I left my keys back in the underwater area. Shouldn't be a problem, chaps, so long as there's no nasty wards laying about. Not that I know of. Ezra, did you set up anything? No, I didn't have time. Right. Very well, then. Uh, what you need from your shop? Pants. Shirt, coat, and my notebooks. Done and done. I should be back in a few hours. Try not to burn the place down while I'm away. 
I imagine he's looking at Ezra. Yes. I don't have fire magic, not realizing that, in fact, I do. Right. Okay, then. He closes the door behind him as he leaves. Wait, bring back a Kit Kat! Too late. <laughs> and get her Too some late. clothes. Too late, quick draw. She's got clothes, look. Well, She's wearing clothes. He's going yeah, to go but... find proper clothes right now. Okay. Am I, like, sitting there in a towel or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, put Pokey back in your... <laughs> yeah, stop by the big and tall store. Yeah. Gumby, put Pokey back in your in your toga there, would you please? Oh, how long have you been waiting toga. to use that line? Yeah, how exactly. long? I've used it. I was just muted at the time, and damn it, I'm going to get it in there. And I, that's I, what she no, said. No, that, that, that was Ezra, I think, saying, how long have you waited? Yeah, that's, uh, Ezra was shouting at you, how oh, long oh. have you waited to use that line? Oh, I see. You want to know about the past month? Yes, please. Uh, first, Rosetta looks at David and says, your daughter's safe. But you should probably consider long-term arrangements for her. Uh, I've been, up until this point, fairly good at... She's implying that you're going to probably be busy for a while yet. That's why he stopped in mid-sentence, because he kind of let that sink in as he was speaking. Who is she with right now? She's safe with arrangements on Isla Verde, but given the climate and its deterioration over the past month, I... Would like to talk to you about an offer I have, but we'll get to that. Well, I haven't had a chance to talk to Clyde yet about her possible vampiric tendencies, and if he's the one who can handle that best, maybe he's the person who she should be staying with, if he's willing. Either he or Mustache Mustang Sally, not Mustache Sally. <laughs> mustache. <laughs> it's been a month, you never know. <laughs> well, we'll have a discussion on it later, but I'll catch you up first. Let's see, what did it start with? First, we found your friend in the basement and managed to destroy the remaining parts, which were, unfortunately, reassembling themselves. Then we followed through on Eliminate the Last of Its People. We did realize that there was some kind of, and she looks at David at this point, some kind of angelic interference, possibly. Yeah, we... Unsolved murders quieted down since we took care of what we could find of the Casta Danyantic. Okay. Unfortunately, its influence, though limited now directly here, has been pushing forward in the never-never. And something's thinned the veil. We're kind of getting overrun by uh, refugees. And they've already come a long way. Some of them aren't even really from the never-never around here or our world, as it were. That's kind of, that matches up with what we've discovered. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's been a long month. We've had a lot of problems. Also, the Red Court was doing its best to create large numbers of troops, but we managed to sink a ship, and with a little bit of help of Mr. Shaw, we're able to kill the darkness that walks in the day. That should be something the Red Court felt. She kind of seems proud about that one. Darkness that walks in the day. Go right ahead, Ezra. This is more your ballpark What's than the mine. darkness that walks in the day? Uh, Red Court Assassin? She's kind of surprised you, you haven't heard of him. The dizzy. Not just an assassin, Warren Deutsch says. Also a necromancer. Oh, well, that's a little worse. The worst of I age. Good job. Yes. Um, well, we've discovered, and correct me if I've got this wrong, Al, because I'm bad at remembering details and it's been a while. It's been but- a second. Yeah. The uh the Amazons, I say nodding at Iria, 
She nods back. Have a way to seal away the uh, cast on Yontic for several thousand years, effectively making it not our problem anymore. But at the cost of pretty much destroying the entire island here, Isla del Oro. That's a bad thing as far as I believe most of us are concerned. However, if we can get access to X number of power nodes, of which I think that at least the prison out in the Gila Flats is one of... Thirteen, Iria says. Thank you. I thought it was thirty. Okay, thirteen. Much better. Much more manageable number. Thirteen power nodes. They should be able to do the spell without destroying uh, all of our stuff. And we have reason... The heck is that? What? I had an ad pop up. Oh, okay. I, I'm not hearing... I heard guitar music in the background. I was like... I'm not uh, hearing anything. Weird. Okay. Ad popped up for me. Anyway, we've been told that the gatekeeper can help us with this. Or at least has information that will help us. Our plan, Iria says, directly to you, Rosetta. She really hasn't been looking at anyone else so far, even when she's been nodding in confirmation, is to take the fight directly to the Castadanyante. The idea was we would go in and kill it. Yep. Wound it badly enough to drive it off. I kind of look at Iria and I'm like, I'd like to see the thing dead. As would I, but that is beyond mortals. I'm not really immortal. I'll take making this plane as unpalatable to it as possible, but let's start with the first step. How do we gain control of these nodes? I don't know. I didn't ask. Unless they told us and I forgot. No, they didn't. Huh. This is Rosetta asking you. <laughs> if there are 13 nodes fully prepared for defense of the Tulurian and charged to their maximum capacity, there is a simple ritual that my queen can enact. So we just gotta grab the nodes and charge them up properly? Yes. My queen is now leading a contingent of our best warriors through the outer lands of the spirit world to divide the Kastadan Yantik's attention. When this is complete, she will come here and begin the process of recruiting an army and charging the nodes in preparation for the ritual necessary to drive the Kastadan Yantik back. But that, with all its attendant destruction, has been reserved as our nuclear option. The current thrust of our plan, as conceived by these worthy gentlemen, she still isn't really looking at you guys, just talking to Rosetta, and gestures with her hand, is to, with the gatekeeper's assistance, make our way to the outer realms, and there to fight the beast in its den to drive it back so that the destruction of your city here will not be necessary. In 10,000 years, when the creature returns, perhaps your civilization will have ascended to a place near that of my own and can deal with the beast effectively. Well, 10,000 years is a good amount of time, but that sounds, sounds very dangerous for you. It is what we have sworn. She looks now to each of you guys. Meeting your eyes. Was there something I missed where we were going to be doing something to prep to fight against the Castanyotic that was going to give us an edge? I thought that was what the energy nodes were, but I may be wrong. No, you kind of had an idea about maybe doing some prep or something, but everyone got sort of caught up in the rush of battle and the adrenaline afterwards. Ah, right. All right, so we've got nothing but hope 
to to uh, back us up on actually taking the fight to the Koth on Antic. How do we prepare these nodes? Can you tell us what ritual well, we needs to happen? We don't need... Okay, hold on. The nodes doesn't help us at all, really, in this. That is what they need to destroy the... Yeah. To drive to it back. The that, on Yantik, yes. But that also then destroys Isla del Oro. Uh, yes. Yes. So the nodes are part of the nuclear option. The nodes do not right. necessarily help us with anything else. Got it. But we should have them prepared. I mean, that that's something we can do while you I'm, take the fight to it. I would like to think that we're not going to destroy Isla del Oro. So would I, but I would rather not have the whole world engulfed in this evil. This age seems obsessed with toys, she says, waving one hand at the television. Do your people have anything resembling a competent geomancer? I'm a geomancer. Yes, but you will be needed with us, at the tip of the spear. All right. Someone in the White Council got to be a geomancer. <laughs> oh! Do I- oh! Oh! Hold on. Well, I could call up the guy who taught me, whose name is Looking Up... <laughs> Because it's on a sheet I haven't used since episode one. <laughs> Grandpa Jake introduced me to him. Why, good old Russell Grayson. He's a veteran of the Texas Manitou War of 1956. He taught me everything I know about Earth magic. The Russell Grayson? Yeah, the Russell Grayson. Warren Deutsch looks at you, Rosanna, raises both eyebrows and nods. Right, well, if you can get us in touch with him... Well, I'll have to go to the Western Union because he only accepts telegrams. Is he still operating in your Kentucky? No, he's Texan. Hmm. Then I meant we were in Kentucky. But well, then he again, travels around. But... He told me never oh, to no, come on his land again. Let me clarify. Was, uh, he's in Denver. But, but if he is in a different place... Yeah. Lester, yeah. Lester, Lester saw he was still in Denver. Yeah, he, he does have a thing about... Did he shake the shotgun and say get off his property? Was that his exact words? Yeah, may have been, they, get off of my property? They had a dispute. Warden Marshal, with your permission, I will depart immediately. Sounds like a plan. Just make sure you get out of town without being seen. Please. He gives you a little smile. Sets down his beer and just marches smartly down the hall to his room. Picture uh, Russell Grayson kind of like a cross. If Sam Elliott played Jeremiah Johnson. Works. Or not Jeremiah Johnson, Bearclaw from Jeremiah Johnson, but still. <laughs> you know how to skin Manitou. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> skin that one, I'll get you another. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of teacher that Ezra would have needed. Exactly who I had, and that explains a lot about Ezra. But with like that Sam Elliott-like laconic. David, <laughs> yes. about... 56 pounds of cat is trying to settle into your lap. That's what's happening over here in real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will let it, and I start scratching it behind the ears. It's got uh, pointed, kind of tufted ears, silvery gray coat with darker black spots. Oh, it's the, yeah, that's the thing that came out of the, the car. I figured. Earlier. Yeah. Yep. It pushes its hand up into yours and uh, begins circling a motorcycle around outside the house. Wait, what? It sounds like there's a motorcycle, like a Harley Davidson circling outside the house, but that's this thing purring. Oh, oh, oh okay, gotcha. Yeah, if you start, cat. If, you, 
If he starts doing the kneading thing, I gently lift its offending paw. It's doing it right on your groin because it's a cat. <laughs> With claws, the size of tiny switchblades. Yeah. Six pounds. Stop! 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 But I don't do it aggressively, or it's more just you a want bound- a piercing here, right? It's more just a boundary setting thing. You know? So you're spending a lot of time plucking claws out yes. of your flesh and pants. Well, kind of, but if he persists, my removal of the paw is more firm. Mm-hmm. I, and therefore the character vicariously, do not like when cats do that. Works. Best of luck to you, buddy. So I'll go so to the west. you need to get a message to the gatekeeper. I'll send him a tele... Oh, yes, the gatekeeper. We kind of know it. Well, we know where to find the gatekeeper, more or less. That's we got to go talk to a troll. Revolver's been just as busy as we are dealing with our... Refugee friends from the Never Never. You well, he, might want to be extra nice. I had to pay him in advance. I just nod. He's yeah, got a bus pass, yo. Don't ask. Long story. The Warder Deutsch comes marching past, carrying a gym bag. He stops at the door. Goodbye. Golem, we will meet again. You bet. And then he's gone. Well, if you guys want to catch a nap. There's the living room floor, and you can fight over the bedroom. I'll hang out here. Dibs on the bedroom. Go right ahead. Right about now, the main thing that I want to do is just process all the shit that's been happening since you guys yanked me in on this stuff. Sounds good. Yep. That sounds like a good place. Go ahead. Yep. I'm going to have more of this rice stuff. It's delicious. (laughs) Help yourself. That sounds like a good place to wrap it up this week. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And there you have it. One more to go, ladies and gents. Session number 28. And it's edited. All we need to do is put the pieces together. So uh, you've had a long wait, but uh, the wait is nearly over. So, I won't keep you any more than I already have. In fact, we don't even have any banter at the end of this issue. This is it. I would like to thank Porcelain Bambi for joining us in this session. It was fun to have her along, and it was fun to have the guest team of wizards at our side. And on that note, we will catch you next time. This is Blind Geek thanking you for listening and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up. And always, let it soar!